how to build trust and influence people. Maybe the number one asked question of most leaders and the number one biggest frustration for most leaders because they don't think they're very good at it. Okay, let's get into it. So how to build trust and influence with people. Uh, there are many books written on leadership and probably most of them deal with this fundamental question. And with most of the teams that I work with and coach ongoingly, um, often it comes up, Chad, just talk to me about trust. How, how do, and, and what people mean, and they ask it in different ways. They may ask, um, you know, how do I get my team to believe? How do I get my team to understand the vision of the organization? Uh, how do I get people to uh, perform in a way that's, um, that we're asking for? Uh, uh, how do I uh, influence my team? So how do I direct them in times of challenge? How do I get them to change behavior? How do we, uh, how do we get them to implement something new throughout the organization? How do I get them to understand what's really important and what's really possible? You know, how do I get them to really buy in? How do I get them to believe? Again, fundamentally, this whole thing around belief. And uh, it's a big frustration for most leaders. Uh, and the higher up you go, the more frustrating it can be. Because if you're a founder or a CEO or a sales leader, you know, you're leading a large organization or team, you understand that, that you really do need uh, a team that buys in. Uh, and the worst thing that can happen in organizations is the infighting or the gossip or the, the backstabbing, so to speak, or the um, undermining in conversations when you as a leader ask for something to be done or organized for. And usually if you're a good leader, you're asking for something that needs new coordination. It needs new people um, working together in a new way. It needs new actions and thinking and results. And you're asking for people's creativity. Um, and often, because it's a big goal, you know, people are, are left, great leaders are left with wondering, does the team buy in? Do they believe in this? Because, and the reason you'd be asking that is because you don't see the results. You don't see a behavior change with the team that you see is required for them to actually implement and execute the plan. Okay, is this communicating? So, um, how do we resolve trust and influence? Now, I want to bring this back to you as a leader, no matter where you are on your success journey as a leader, you may be just entering leadership or you may be in this game for 20 or 30 years like myself. No matter where you find yourself in the spectrum, this applies to everyone. Um, so let's start with the basics. I want you to think about a great leader in your life. I want you to think about somebody who's mentored you, um, that you trust, that you go to, that influenced you and helped shape who you've become. Okay, just think about at least one person right now. Okay, great. So now I want you to think about the qualities that that person has. You know, why is it that you felt comfortable going to them for advice or that you do go for th to them for advice? Why do you consider them a great leader? Why do you buy into their vision? Why do you trust them? Okay, now I would suggest that for many of you, the answer to that question had something to do with the way they listened to you. And I'm going to offer you in this video that this is the, the, the primary skill and quality of a leader to have people buy in. It's not so much what you say, 
It's not so much what you're communicating. It's not so much you pounding the fist on the table or you repeating yourself. And all of that's required from time to time. But it's more about how you're listening. Are you listening to your people? Really? Are you seeking to understand their views? Are you hearing their concerns? Are you understanding how their job is for them in their reality? And are you allowing them to know that you know? Now, one-on-one, -on -one, this is obviously, uh, you can get real-time feedback because if you're talking to somebody and you think about the person that you go to as a mentor, they listen to you, don't they? You know, the old saying, seek first to be, seek first to understand, then to be understood. I bet they practice that. So, Yes, one-on-one -on -one with your relationships, that's important. Are you listening as a leader? Are you seeking to understand first before you seek for your view to be understood? Because you see, if I am doing that, I'm going to learn and discover kind of how they see the world. I'm going to understand how they view the company, how they view their job, what challenges they're dealing with. And I'm going to learn then how to introduce and share, right, what the organization is up to or what I'm up to as a leader with them in a way that has an opportunity for them to engage because we're looking at this together. You know, another way to think about this in one-on-one -on -one building trust and communication, it's not me on one side of the desk and you on the other side of the desk. Imagine that I come over to your side of the desk and I'm looking at the world that you manage in real time with you and understanding it. And then I'm inviting you to look at my world and how I'm, what I'm leading and, and what I'm requesting. And you can understand that. And somewhere in the middle of that convert kind of quality of conversation, trust and influence gets built. So are you on the same side of the desk as others or are you across the table from others exchanging views? It's one thing to exchange views. It's another thing to create a common view together. So that's one-on-one. -on -one. And then as a leader organizationally, how you build trust and influence is obviously through one-on-one -on -one conversations. However, you can't reach everyone normally in an organization if you have a large organization. If it's a smaller team, team of course you could. So in a larger organization, you're keeping that kind of conversation that I just described very real with your leadership team. And you're empowering your leadership team to have that kind of conversation with their managers. And they're empowering their managers to have that kind of conversation with their teams. And there is a way to reach everyone in your organization so that a common value in the organization is that people are being, I'm going to call it this way, they're being heard and they're being understood. Now, uh, a pitfall with this is thinking that we're all just kumbaya and listening to each other and going, okay, uh, ultimately you're running a business and there is something that the, the company is up to that must be, must, must be fulfilled. Uh, so this absolutely alongside of this, how to build trust and influence is also to have clear expectations and uh, clear standards for people and clear objectives and clear accountabilities. So I don't want to underestimate what it takes to build a culture of influence and trust. All of those things are very important, but without a foundation of listening to others, understanding others, and then being on the same side of the desk with others, 
all the other initiatives that people put in place and layers and complexity of uh, how to you know build team morale and uh, and engage people and incentivize people fall short almost invariably they fail why because this fundamental foundation is not in place it's not really authentic in the organization you know in in, in place of authentic communication like that and listening to people what people are really doing is just arguing for their point of view and grinding their own agenda and manipulating people. So the foundation of how to build trust and influence is first you as a leader to have the kind of values for yourself where you authentically care about what other people are dealing with and that you're looking from their perspective. And then you're looking at what you need to accomplish as a leader and you're being thoughtful in your approach in how you're introducing new initiatives to the organization, how you're launching new programs, and you're thinking, how will this new program impact others? What might they deal with in their day-to-day -day that's a change? And if I were in their position and I was dealing with this new change in the organization, how might I interact with that? Would I be frustrated? Would it, would it, would it show up for me as... Uh, 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 you know, a barrier to me doing my job, although you think it's a good idea, is it a good idea in their world? And then you need to design conversations throughout the organization to address those considerations in a responsible way, which they understand that you've understood that this may disrupt their day. And it may disrupt their day, and you're still requesting that. How to build trust and influence others as a leader starts with your willingness to understand what they're dealing with and then work with them to absolutely implement and execute what's needed for the business. At the end of the day, this is not letting go of the goal. It's ensuring that proper execution can happen because that kind of relationship's in place.